That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Ramey. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. Always good to be back on the microphone. In fact, I've been on the microphone quite a bit this last week between podcasts and communications, and it's crazy right now out here in California. The state is on fire. There's power outages everywhere. Uh, People are freaking out. And at the end of the day, all we got is God. So I'm just going to say I'm good with that. I'm surrendering it. I'm giving it up. It's not in my control, just like all the other things that happen in my day. doesn't mean I'm a lazy ass either. That's not what I'm saying. I give up. I surrender. That's it. I can't do anything. I need to lay down and die. Not what I'm saying at all. But there are certain things in life I cannot control, and uh, I can't freak out over those things. Um, Man, simple as that. Always good to be back, though, once again, like I said. Uh, always feel comfortable and ready to uh, to get on the microphone and, and not just on the microphone, but just to have good conversations with when I'm not podcasting out with people, good people, uh, people who need some help, some hope, whatever it is. That said, I have a challenge for you today. It's called the Serve Someone Else Challenge. And then I started thinking about it. I should have subtitled it the Serve Someone Else Besides Yo Selfish Ass Self Challenge. And I'm going to tell you what that is in just a minute. We also have some awesome one-year sober birthdays to share. Uh, and, I, and I say awesome because not just because it's a word I want to throw in there, but it really is awesome. Number one, people are celebrating a year. Friends of the show, um, both these two I keep in contact with, uh, you know, every at least once a month, usually every couple of months, which is awesome. So I get to kind of follow their journey and hear a little bit about that next step that, you know, six months or nine months uh, along the way. So that's been cool. But it's also to show everyone else out there who listens in or who hit or who catches maybe even just if it's one episode, a random episode that they hear, and maybe it's this one and they go, man, they got a year, man, I could do that. They got 30 days. I could do that. They got 60 because sometimes when we're in that mode, you know, a day even seems like impossible. 30 days seems impossible. 60 days seems impossible. I got, you know, plenty of people who I talk to who think that a year is like, how am I ever going to get a year? And it is possible. And it's just about doing the work, uh, staying dialed in, um, and just having faith, I think, that, uh, that knowing that it's possible and that you can do it. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're also going to share some messages. I think I have a, a quick iTunes review. Uh, and uh, before we do all that, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at realthatsoberguy, and on Twitter, at Shane Raymer. Uh, Let me tell you about Foundations Recovery Network. They have a nationwide inpatient, outpatient facilities, 
phenomenal programs. Damn it. There's that word again. I said about eight, nine, 10. I don't even remember how many episodes I wasn't going to say it again, but I said it again. They have amazing. How about that? They have amazing programs. And I don't say that uh, facetiously or trying to be funny. They really do have um, the, the industry's leading programs pretty much. Uh, they got great teams. They care. They're all over the country too. There's facilities uh, in somewhere nearby where you probably live out there from Cali to Florida. Um, yeah, it's a great, great company. We've worked with them since 2016. Uh, and if you would like some information for yourself, for a loved one, uh, you have some questions, you need somebody that you can trust to get the right information, lead you in the right direction. You can go to foundationshelp.com slash sober guy. That's foundationshelp.com slash sober guy. Or you can just call 833-81-SOBER. It's 833-81-SOBER. You can talk with an admissions coordinator, uh, answer or ask some questions about treatment options. Now, all right. Now, did you know we have a digital course called how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety? It's not magic. It's designed to be uh, worked along with a program, some sort of program, whatever that is that you're doing, uh, out there. I don't care what it is. As long as you're doing something, I've had that words of advice spoken over me many times. I don't care what you do. Just do something. (laughs) Try, try to make it something that's right. Um, but myself, some doctors, some of my homies got together. We talked about what it's like in the first 90 days. How do we navigate the way through that? I kept getting tons of questions about it. So we put it in this course, uh, it's 25 bucks with the promo code half off. Go to thatsoberguy.com and click on courses and you can get some information there. All right, we're almost there. We're going to get to the uh, to the uh, messages and we're going to celebrate these one year birthdays in just a second, but I'm going to do it again. We're going to cl- uh, crack a clean cause. Let's take a drink. Mmm. I don't know why I just love doing that Mm, because it is so damn good. What is clean cause? It's an organic sparkling yerba mate. Is it herba, yerba, herba? I don't know. Herba mate, yerba mate, energy drink, rich in minerals. amino. I don't, I don't care how, if I say it wrong, it tastes so dang good. That's all that matters. Amino acids, naturally occurring caffeine. There's only 30 calories per serving. Uh, there's four flavors, peach. I'm drinking the peach one again right now. Raspberry. I think raspberry is probably my favorite. Uh, lemon, lime, and blackberry, both great too. Uh, you get a crash-free energy boost. Here's the best part. 50% of all clean cause drink profits support recovery from alcohol and drug addiction. So, and actually we were supposed to have uh, Wes, who is the creator of Clean uh, Clean Cause. We were supposed to record earlier in the week, but due to all of the crap going down here in California and my work schedule. And like I said, fires and outages and all kinds of stuff we had to reschedule. So we're going to, uh, be having Wes back on sometime soon. Uh, but him, uh, himself, the clean team, they're on a mission to serve others, to give back. And this is how they do it. Uh, clean kickstarts, 50% of all the profits, like I said, support recovery from alcohol and, uh, and drug addiction. And the clean kickstarts are 30-day sober living scholarships that help people that are fresh out of rehab. So if you want, and and to date, they've granted over $415,000 in sober living scholarships. So they're doing a great job of that. 
Um, if you want something great to drink and you also want to help support alcohol and addiction recovery, uh, go to that. So, or I'm sorry, go to cleancause.com and you can enter the promo code sober guy and you can get 20% off your first order. That's www.cleancause.com. Enter the promo code sober guy, get 20% off your first order and you can get a case a month if you'd like. All right. Yes. And much love to those guys, man. They're doing some great work out there. Uh, appreciate you. Okay, so I'm scrolling down here. Let me take a breath real quick. I'm on one right now. Just my mind is just like a huge, a huge scattered ball of mush. Mush. Who says mush? It's a huge scattered ball of shit, is what it feels like. <laughs> it's just all over the place. I can't remember what day it is. Can't remember what time it is. Got 8,000 things going on. Not because I'm so, see, and then I start thinking, oh, I have all this going on. I'm so important. I must do this and I must do that. Here's the thing. I can't do any of it. I can't do it. I can't push. Got to take a step back. Got to take a look inside. Got to take a look at where I'm at right in this moment. Like right now, I am sitting in this chair. Right now, I am picking up my peach clean cause. I'm just getting in the moment here for you. You can do this too if you want. Right now, I am taking a drink. Mm. Right now, I just swallowed the clean clean cause. It was very good. Mm, it tastes like peach. <laughs> do you see what I'm doing though? I'm trying to be in the moment, okay? Being a little bit goofy, but at the same time, if I'm not conscious of that, man, my day gets away so fast. Like all of a sudden it's nine, 10 o'clock at night. I'm ready for bed and I go, what in the hell happened today? I have no idea. So that said, have I said that a couple of times today? I have that said, let's do an iTunes review. This one says wonderful podcast, five stars. Thank you so much by, by Silu 92. If you haven't left us a review and the show's helped you or a loved one, please do that. Go into iTunes. It's real simple. Click ratings and reviews. You got to be signed in, I think. And you can leave us a five-star review. Really appreciate that. I like reading them occasionally on the show. Uh, but CLU92 says, this podcast is so entertaining. Shane has great energy. And the podcast helped me through so many day ones. The one episode almost convinced me to go to a flip phone. But how would I listen to the podcast? I love love the show. That's such a good point. I was sitting there uh, talking about my new flip phone and how much of a boner I got off of it and how excited I am. And at the same time, if you got a flip phone, how the heck would you listen to the podcast? That's a good point. Lucky for me, I have my personal flip phone. Let's see if you can hear it flip here. Did you hear that? Flip. Closing it. Oh, man. Look at that. Nice. Nice, the Verizon flip phone. I also have to have an iPhone for work, but it's very limited into what the capabilities can do, which is good for me. I'm not doing a bunch of social media crap on there, anything like that. I do check it occasionally. But other than that, it's pretty much for work and podcasts. That's it. I can still, and, and Spotify, I must say too, because I listen to a lot of music on there. And that's it. Uh, so, I have that luxury for somebody who doesn't, who just has one phone. Uh, if you did go to a flip phone, it might be a little tough to do that. So I get it, but I appreciate the review. Um, I love the fact real quick on a, on a, on a serious note here that you pointed out 
it's got me through so many day ones. And I just want to point that out to others out there. Like there's going to be day ones many times. And I just want to say, don't give up. Don't give up. I had many day ones myself. I'm going to quit today. This is it. This is the day. And then by noon, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up, you know? So I get it, but don't give up. Keep going. I don't care if you've had 365 day ones. You know what I mean? It's been happening every day for a year. Uh, just don't stop. Jump back on the horse each day. Eventually, it'll start to come around and you'll start to see some change if you're willing, able, honest, open-minded, and you show up. That's the best thing. So thank you again. iTunes review. Please leave us one of those if you haven't already. Um, okay, so I wanted to let's do a couple shout outs real quick. And, uh, and then I'll read a couple messages, but this first one, and I hope, so this comes from my homie, Jeremy and Jeremy is out. I want to say in, uh, I'm totally drawing a blank now. I think it's in Cincinnati area, Ohio. I think I could be wrong. Jeremy, my apologies if I'm wrong on that. It's totally, uh, totally not coming to me right now, but I got a text from Jeremy this morning and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just super proud of him. I'm stoked. I've kind of been in touch with him here and there, you know, over this last year and he'll reach out and just say, what's up, man. I hit, you know, this, see he did Jeremy's doing and has done what he's been told to do, not just from me and from the podcast, but whatever work he's doing in his own community, in his own meetings, in his, you know, I don't know exactly the ins and outs of that, but what I do know is that he's done what he's been told to do. And it's not anything that's crazy. It's not anything special. It's, it's the same, the same crap that we tell everybody and that we all talk about that we went through and that we've done. It's, we stay plugged in. We take accountability. We tell somebody, we tell somebody our wins. We tell somebody when we, when we mess up and, um, he stayed plugged in. And so this is what he sent me this morning. I hope this inspires you guys. I'm sure he won't mind that I read it just because I know that he knows that by sharing these types of things, these wins, this is how other people uh, get a little bit of hope and a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of energy to keep going themselves. So he says, Shane, I remember, and man, I know I keep stopping, but this text just meant a lot to me. Um, it, it even takes me back to my own you know, day one, my own first year. And it's just, it's amazing how this program works when you work it. So it says, Shane, I remember a little over a year ago, um, I was, I was frustrated. Um, stupid flip phone. See damn flip phone. I thought it was so cool. And then now it's hard to even read a dang text. Uh, I remember a little over a year ago, I was scared, frustrated, discontent, downright tired of the life I was living. When I started listening to your podcast, I was looking for someone to convince me of my issues rather than face them myself. What I came to find through your platform was that I was not alone. Today is my one year sobriety anniversary and I could not have done it without you. I wanted to reach out say thank you for all you do continue to inspire others the way you inspired me uh man so jeremy number one i appreciate that and i'm i'm learning myself how to take a little bit of pat on the back or you know um uh what what is the word praise i guess uh that's always been hard hard thing for me to do but i appreciate that i'm glad that the podcast and me sharing a little bit has been able to help you at the same time bro like you've done this too. Like you've stood up, you took a stand, uh, you stopped playing the victim. Like you said in that, you know, I was looking for someone to convince me of my issues rather than face them. 
that's so hard for people to do is to face our own issues. I still deal with that crap till this day, facing my own issues. We all still have issues. They don't just go away when you get sober. Now we got to learn how to deal with them. And uh, man, I just want to give you a little love, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, keeping in touch, sharing your journey, sharing along the way. I'm glad to share it with others so that hopefully they, they through you now getting a year, now you're encouraging other people too. So pretty awesome. Uh, Jeremy, much love again and uh, keep in touch. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk soon. I appreciate you, bro. Uh, this next one, we got one more year one here and this is this is from Joe and Joe reaches out often, uh, same kind of as Jeremy. We kind of chat here and there through social media with Joe uh, because I think, she, I think Joe's in Australia or she's, I don't think she's in the States. She's somewhere on the other side of the map. Uh, but she'll check in with me. Hey, I got, you know, 90 days, six months and all of a sudden, you know, now Joe has 365 days, one year sober. Uh, she said, just off to a meeting now to collect my chip. So Joe, big love to you. Thank you. A lot of the same stuff that I that I shared about Jeremy obviously applies uh, to, uh, to your situation, to anyone's situation out there. Just don't give up. Keep going. You can do it. There's tons of other people out there who are doing it and who've done it too. Uh, so thank you for, for checking in and, uh, and for sharing that too. Congrats to you both. One year of sobriety, pretty dang awesome. Um, all right. I wanted to give a shout out to the milk and whiskey podcast as well. Uh, these guys started a new podcast. I think it's going to launch soon. Uh, check them out. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but I always try to give a little love back especially when people are starting up. I think they had tagged me in a post and just saying, Hey, check sober guy out, check dopey out another great podcast. Um, that deals with recovery and trying to stay sober. So just want to spread the wealth milk and milk and whiskey podcast. You can find them on Instagram. Love to those guys. Good luck. Congratulations. And, uh, man, my people ask me, what's your biggest advice on doing a podcast? I think this applies to anything Man, just have fun. If you ain't having fun with it, then you shouldn't be doing it. That's kind of my motto. And the day that I stop having fun, I'm not going to do this anymore. So plain and simple. Tyler sent me a message uh, and uh, said, got to do it with the mustache. So I, I believe he was referring to a few episodes back. I was talking about how Jess won't let me shave. Well, I guess she, it's not that she won't let me. She'll, I, she'll let me do whatever I can do. it. I can do whatever I want, woman. Shoot, I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's how I, I, actually how I act sometimes too, just to be uh, clear and, and transparent here. Like a 16-year-old, I do what I want. Uh, oh, that's her right there. Oh my gosh, she must let's let's answer this phone. Hello? Hey. Hey, you uh I'm recording a podcast right now and it's weird because I was just talking about you and then you oh. called. So I just figured I'd put you on speaker so you can be on the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm working. So okay. what do you need? Well, I was just talking about how I always um uh, how I like to think that I do what I want cuz I'm a man and I do it my way. <laughs> Um, is that true? Okay. Yeah, this is gonna take a lot. <laughs> three minutes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I was I just. Love you. Is that what the phone call was for today? Uh, no, it was actually for something else. But we'll have to, to talk. Redeem yourself. Uh, to redeem myself, yes, could be, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, well, I hope you're having a fine day. I'm sure well, everybody listening loves to hear from the Jess. Oh yes, hello everybody. All right. Um, okay, well, call me later. Let me know what you need. All right, I will. Okay. All right, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Flip phone going down. All right, 
In any case, that's how that lady works. She knows when I'm talking about her. It's like she has eyes and ears in the back of her head and the side of her head and in the front and all around. I don't know what's up with that, but yeah. In any case, the mustache thing, that's what the heck I was talking about. I almost forgot for a second. So Tyler said, do it with the mustache. Episode back, I said, I'm going to shave a mustache, but Jess won't like it. She won't kiss me. She won't do it. She'll say I look weird. I don't know, man. I got a I got a good stash going right now, a good beard. And if I shaved it in, it would be pretty pretty gnarly. And speaking of that, today was mustache day for Cash at school. I got to draw a mustache on him. And uh, first he wanted the Raleigh fingers, which is the, the loop, the circle. After that, it came off, so I had to redo it. And then he wanted the uh, the is it the Fu Manchu that goes down or the bike the biker stash as I like to call it. Uh, or the fi- the fireman stash. That's a good one, too. I went to... Check this out. This is pretty funny. Well, I think it's funny, at least. I was checking in. I was down working down at Fresno, which I go down there often. And this was probably a year or two ago. And uh, I checked in. And there was... It was obvious there was a convention there or something going on because it was super packed. And I get in there. And I'm checking in. And all of a sudden, I start noticing, dude, there is all these dudes in there with just gnarly mustaches. Like... Just everywhere I look, dude, mustache, mustache. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And I finally come to the conclusion. I go, dude, there must be like a mustache convention going on in here. Like, this is awesome, bro. Like, where do, I didn't know they had mustache conventions. This is like sick. They probably got different booze. They probably got different. They probably have like beard cream and all kinds of different stuff to like tame your stash. And I was like super pumped on it. And as I grab my stuff, I start walking to the elevator and then it hits me because I see the big banner firefighters association. It wasn't a mustache convention. It was a firefighter meetup. So you got all these firefighters and they're known for having gnarly stashes. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. I don't know where the hell I was going with that other than it was pretty funny and a fun time, but, uh, yeah, one more, one more message. And then we're I'm losing it this week, guys. I've been listening to Christmas music. I mean, it's we're going to talk about that a little bit too. Gotta have a light day sometimes and just be stupid, like straight up. So we're going to do a little bit of that. Last one today. This one comes from Liam. And uh, Liam, thanks for reaching out, man. He said, hey, Shane, just wanted to tell you I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm 20, 20 years old. I'm 26 days clean now. And I'm listening to your episodes at least twice a day. Um, find it hard to find... Uh, someone in recovery that I can relate to, but your stories and advice, uh, I really draw a parallel to my own to keep up the great work. Uh, Liam, man, thanks for the encouragement, dude. Like, I don't think you guys know how much the encouragement and um, when you share your success and uh, the things that you're going through, how much it just helps me stay sober and keep me uh, grounded and keep it in mind like where I was. And, and that's the beauty of the program is by when we talk to people who are new, you know, 26 days, it's like, oh, yeah, because it's so easy to forget uh, through the, the the ups and downs of life and all that stuff. So uh, thanks for sharing a little bit. Liam, appreciate you, bro. And uh, keep it up, man. 27, 28, 29, you're almost to 30. And before you know it, you'd be like Joe uh, you'll be like Jeremy and you'll be hitting a year and just going, man, I can't believe that like how much my life has changed just from giving up, uh, alcohol and drugs. Like it's, it's absolutely amazing. Um, all right. The, uh, well, we're going to get to the, the serve someone else challenge. There's a couple points I wanted to, to hit on first, just about things that have been going on through the week, just cause I'm getting them off my chest a little bit. And I hope you enjoy hearing about some of the weird things that happened this week. Um, 
you know, we could even subtitle this episode, Weird Things That Happened This Week. Let's do that. Weird Things That Happened This Week. And then in parentheses, the Serve Someone Else Challenge. There we go. See, you just helped me inadvertently in some odd way. We created the title of the podcast. That's what I love about this. It's just organic. It's just right there and there, right then and there. So weird things that happened this week. What's the best thing about Halloween? Yesterday was Halloween. Well, I'll tell you what the best thing about Halloween is. The next day you can start celebrating Christmas. It's Santa. I know him. (laughs) People are going, oh God. Well, if you're still listening to this right now, you don't hate me already because you're one of those people who doesn't want to do Christmas and they already got it out in the stores and I walked into Lowe's the other day. They already had Christmas stuff out. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Who doesn't love Christmas? I don't know. I love Christmas. I'm already listening to music. The kids, uh, the kids are okay with it. Jess has been giving me crap for it. It's too early. It's too early. It's not even Halloween yet. And I can understand that. She's right there. Listen to me do her voice. Oh man, she, uh, you know, Hey, that's, that's what I hear sometimes. It's not what she says. It's what I hear. And so it's me. It's my, my own deal. Okay. But it is. And I, I get that it's too early before Halloween. But today is officially November 1st as I record this early morning. And it is, well, it's not really that early anymore, is it? Eh, Yeah, not too early. Um, See, I lose track of time. I don't even know what time it is anymore. But let me slow down a little bit. Let me slow down. Let me take a breath. See, I get excited. And excitement draws out character, right? Hey, what are you, hey, hey. What are you doing? We used to have a PE teacher, Mr. Stocky. And uh, Seth used to mess with Mr. Stocky so bad. But he'd go, hey, what are you doing, princess? Yeah, hey, go sit up against the wall. You talk? Do I hear you talking? Are you talking? Go sit up against the wall, princess. Was that funny? I don't know. It must have been funny for me in the seventh grade when Seth would ask him about, he, for some reason, Mr. Stocky had uh, numbers, serial numbers on his shoes. And Seth used to ask him if they were his rental shoes. Hey, Mr. Stocky. And the weird, <laughs> Seth would do some weird like voice, like some immature, it's almost like a Billy Madison, uh, Adam Sandler style voice, I guess, if I had to compare it to something. Hey, Mr. Stocky, where'd you get those rental shoes? <laughs> Mr. Manter, go fit up against the wall. Oh man, the days, the days. Where was I at? Christmas music. How do I get on this stuff? What is wrong with me? Not too early for Christmas music. Halloween's over. Lots of candy. I'm going to eat all the Butterfingers and get fat and still try to do CrossFit, but what the hell? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but man, I had, okay, so let me get on a serious note here real quick. I had some cravings for booze and drugs this last week. They were very, very quick. But let me tell you why. Because I I mentioned earlier, I've been working a lot. Probably mentioned it like 10 times, right? I've been working a lot. I've been saying that too much. It's part of of life. Got to work. Some days are longer than others. But I started going on to... um, to a swing shift again, just to support communications for this, these 24 hour, uh, things that are taking place. I mean, we, we have somebody on all the time and I went back working from like 12 to 12, 12 in the afternoon to 12 midnight or like one o'clock to like 11. Um, and so really long days. And it brought me back into those nighttime hours where I had a couple of thoughts that just said, man, It'd be nice to just kick back and get perked right now. 
just want to get percolated. No one would even know. You know, and those kind of thoughts, they can be a little bit scary. Uh, if you are out there and, and you've had these thoughts before, maybe you're still, maybe you're a week in and you're having them, maybe you're a year in and you're having them. Or, or it's not even so much that you're having them. Here's the thing, I guess, for me at least. They pop up when you don't expect them to, when you're not ready for them. That's why we're constantly talking about being plugged in because you never know when that's going to come up and what can be a trigger for you. So for me, it's even, you know, six years ago as I worked swing shifts, that's still a bit of a trigger. I realized I worked a swing shift. I was alone and I worked in the garage this week just because it's a little more quiet out there. I got my table and all my stuff out there and I was alone even though it was a different house, different environment than I was, it was still a trigger and it still brought up very briefly those moments where, dang, I could go back to that big bottle of vodka and a 40 of Mickey's and pound that shit and just kick back and be percolated and floating on cloud nine. See, look at that. I'm, and I'm not glorifying it. I'm just saying that's the thoughts. That's the feelings that come up. And here's my point to this is we, we, we have to acknowledge them, number one, okay? And, and now that I think about it, I don't think I told, um, I don't think I told Buddy about this. Uh, Buddy's my sponsor for, for anybody who might be tuning in for the first time. I don't think I did mention that, as a matter of fact, and I probably should have. I did verbalize it to myself. I wrote it down in some notes. I planned on sharing it on the podcast. Um, so I think I can, I can kind of balance out uh, practicing what I preach here by, by saying we have to acknowledge these things. I think that's the most important thing, whether you acknowledge it through verbally telling somebody you're writing it down, you're being open about it. You're not trying to hide it and stuff it down. You know, you're not trying to act like it doesn't exist because that can be a little scary sometimes, right? Man, I just had this thought. You start feeling bad. I shouldn't have those thoughts. Well, let me tell you, they're very normal and they're triggers and they come up and they're going to continue to come up. I, I hear people after 20 years, they still have a, a specific trigger that might bring up that quick thought, you know, that quick, um, that quick feeling of wanting to, uh, you know, to have a beer or a drink or do some drugs or whatever, you know, their thing was. Um, so it's important that, that we acknowledge those things, uh, and, and that, uh, that we, you know, we don't take them personal, I guess is what I'm saying. So there was that, okay. Weird things that happened to me this week. And that, and that is a weird thing because, um, it, it's not often that those happen still, but the point is they do happen and they will happen again. Might be six months from now, might be a week from now, might be two years from now. I don't know. But my goal, my job, my intention is to consistently be plugged in to living a better lifestyle, being in community, um, you know, being in a, a good, uh, being around good people, being in relationship with with God, with my higher power, to where I can handle those things, uh, and or at least sometimes, sometimes you don't know how to handle them. Sometimes you can't handle them, but I'm in a spot where um, I know what to do when those things come up, I guess is a better way to put it. So we also went on, here's another weird thing that happened this week. This wasn't weird. This was actually pretty funny. Uh, we went on a walk this week earlier. I think it was on the weekend. One, one of the days I worked all weekend. So yeah, I think it was in the morning time before I started, Jess and I took off for a walk around the block and we're, we're walking, uh, 
Brody takes a dump, right? I've talked about this many times about what you do when your dog poops and you got to grab the green bag and you got to pick it up and then you twist. I, I like to twist it up and tie it in a knot. And then you got to carry around shit on the rest of your walk. Like who wants to do that? It's not, it's not fun. I always try to find a garbage can somewhere I can throw it into. Um, there's usually, you know, someone's cans usually if it's not out on the street still from garbage day, it's usually at least close by where you can kind of walk up and toss it in there. Okay. So we're walking. Jess happens to be the shit cleaner upper on this walk. So she poop, she cleans up the poop, puts it in the, he called the poop shit. He called the shit poop. That's what it was. Billy Madison. But she picks it up and she uh, puts it in the bag. She's not a tire and a knotter. She just kind of sacked it up there and, and was carrying it along. <laughs> and I'm kind of looking out for a garbage can. I said, okay, babe, here's probably a can coming up over here on the corner. And as I'm saying that, <clears throat> I turn around and this chick, we're walking on the side of this house and there's like this big juniper bush. This chick takes it and stuffs the bag in the juniper in the juniper bush and walks on along like and just kind of <laughs> just kind of laughs about it. Like, are you kidding me right now? You just stuffed a poop bag. So Jess, you're going to hell for stuffing a poop bag in the juniper bush. That's bad, okay? That's bad. You can't do that. But it was hilarious. But you can do it. You can, you can't. Is it right, wrong? Probably not the best thing to do. It was comedy in the moment, though, I got to say. But I'm not advocating for it, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back, actually, and try to find that bag so I can put it in the garbage, just for the record, okay? Just for the record. Probably not, but I'm just going to say that just so it sounds like I'm doing the right thing. Anyways, I'm going to try to find a garbage can, a dumpster next time to toss that into. That's what I would encourage. I would encourage you to not stuff your shit bags of your dog's poop into juniper bushes, into gardens, under trees, into other bushes. I would encourage you to throw them away because stuffing them into juniper bushes is the wrong thing to do. It's not correct. It's not prudent. It's not politically correct. Okay? Okay. So I said, I got sent to San Francisco to do some podcasts uh, for some of our senior leadership out there. It's, that's corporate talk uh, for executives and the big dogs, basically. So went out there, did a bunch of podcasts, um, had a good time putting that stuff together, helping to be. So basically, like my job in the company I work for, we supply all the power out here uh, in Northern California and a little bit down in Southern California. We've been on the news a lot lately, so I'm not going to uh, to get into that much, but I'll just leave it at that. I work for a large power company out here. And that said, one of my jobs is, is, uh, is communications. My main part of that is doing the podcast and it's bridging the gap between management and our union employees. So basically the podcast platform um, helps to, provide information, updates, training, um, emergency situations, uh, sharing good stories of positivity and customer positivity and customer service as well. So basically I bridge that gap. I, I get to have a, a hand in that. Our team does. Uh, and for me specifically, the podcast helps do that, which is awesome. I love doing it. So they had me come out there, do these podcasts. I, get to send them back and, and help communicate some of these messages. So that's one thing in itself. I saw some crazy stuff when I was in San Francisco. Uh, actually, I've seen crazier stuff when I've, out, when I've been out there than this specific thing. But I guess just the, the it's not even crazy so much as there's 
the highs and the lows of San Francisco is unbelievable because you can be walking by right down the street. And I stayed right by Oracle, right by the giant stadium downtown off third street, uh, which is not too far from our office down there, but you can walk down the street and you can see a high profile, uh, executive or whatever, whoever it is dressed to a T in a five piece suit, is it a five-piece suit or a three-piece suit? I don't know. Three-piece suit. That's my five-piece suit. Three-piece suit, whatever. It's a suit, damn it. You look nice. Put your damn sport coat on and tighten that tie up and carry that briefcase, basically, right? Hair all parted and combed, looking nice, looking prestigious. And right as you do that, you can look down right to the left and see some homeless soul, lost soul that's so sad, sleeping in their own pile of piss and shit and, you know, just lost. And uh, it's very sad and it's very sobering at the same time to see the highs and the lows. And that's kind of the, the best example I think I could give. And I know that's not just in San Francisco. I know that's a lot of places we can see stuff like that, but there's something about being in the city at the same time with the hustle and bustle and um, and and just the the highness and the lowness that we can come to in our lives. And, you know, one of the other things too, and so here's one of the lowness. And I I, I walk out of my hotel and I happen, I'm, I'm, I turn left. And for some reason, I don't know why, I looked behind me. And right as I'm looking behind me, behind me there's some homeless person who drops their drawers. And I'm talking about right on the corner. On the corner of the street, busy ass street right there, cars going by, people walking, you know, this is probably in the evening time, drops her drawers and takes a squat and just takes a piss right there, right on the sidewalk. And I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? Is that like, I mean, I, she's obviously mentally ill and it's, it's very sad. I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to sound like an asshole about it, make fun of her or anything like that. She's obviously sick. But it was, it was very, it was very sad and, and sobering to see that as well. And that's, some, that's very common. This isn't anything that just, I so, so happened to catch on a whim moment. Like this kind of stuff happens all the time because I hear it from my other homies who work out there. And I worked out there uh, for six, seven years at one point and saw all kinds of crazy stuff from fights to people peeing on the street, shitting in the gutter. I mean, all kinds of stuff goes on out there. And there's, there's some beautiful things that go out there as well. Uh, in fact, our church has a great church that went into San Francisco, TFH uh, San Francisco, and and started up and is trying to, to bring the word of God to people in the city, man. We need it all over the place. So there's beautiful things as well. But back to my point, the highs and the lows, man, it's just incredible. But here was one of the highs. I saw the sunrise saw the sunrise. I'm not talking about a high as like, Hey, I saw the sunrise. I got a cool couple pictures. It was awesome. No, I'm talking about, I saw the sunrise. I was blessed enough. I was, um, in a great state of mind as I ran and just was so happy to be able to see the sun come up. God gave me another day. God gave me another day. God has given you another day today to see the sun rise. And we should be grateful for that every day. We should be grateful that we get to see that, that we get to spend time with our family, with our friends, with our kids, with our loved ones, whatever, with, with our sober communities, whatever it is that, that we get to do that day. We get to go to work. We get to have a job. Uh, we get to, even if we're in a, a, a moment of hardship where 
We're looking for a job. We're asking God to bless us. Man, I need some help in this. God, like, what, what do you want me to do? Show me your will. Like, we have an opportunity just to breathe that day and to see the sun rise. And although I know it's painful for some of us in some of those moments where I had those times when I didn't want to see the sunrise, I could care less because I was hurt so bad. But man, there's hope. And when we get to a point, sorry, I'm pounding on the table because I'm passionate about this. When we get to a point where we're so grateful that we get to see the sun come up. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, God. Like, and speaking of that, the new Kanye album is out, Jesus is King. And I got to bump that while I was running through San Francisco. And man, that was some, man, that was some good, some good stuff. I dug the album. So, you know, how sometimes it takes you a couple times to listen to an album to where it kind of starts to grow on you. A couple songs right off the bat. I think I've listened to it three times through. And so I figure on the fourth or fifth time, it's probably going to be that moment where it's like, yeah, man, this is so good, but, uh, good stuff. So a little bit about my San Francisco trip, a little bit about work, a little bit about some positivity, getting to see the sunrise. Let's get into this being of service challenge. Okay. To, to the, the, I'm sorry, to put it properly, the serve someone else challenge. Okay. So being of service, what does it mean to you? Um, what does being of service mean to you? What's the first thing you think of? You know, I think I know what that means. It means to serve others, right? But what does it mean to us to, to be of service? Does it have to be some huge grandiose event? Uh, does it mean that by serving others, I'm bettering my chances of God's grace or to look good for my reputation? People, people see me doing these good work. Sorry, I'm burping as I'm saying this. Why am I always burping on this, on this show? I guess it's probably because I'm drinking a little bit of a carbonated, carbonated drink there. But what does it mean? What do you think of? Just stop for one second and just think about that. What, what is it? Are you serving others? How do you serve others? And it can be simple. If you have kids, you're serving your kids every day. Okay, and that, that's kind of the point to this is that the simplicity of, of serving, it doesn't have to be this big grandiose event. And that's something that I get caught up in a lot. I think that I need to have this huge podcast and that I need to have all these people following me and growing and, and I need to save the world right? I need to save the world from addiction. Shane Raymer is going to do it himself and it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be the best damn servant God has ever seen besides my filthy mouth, which I'll have to answer to him for at some point in time. I don't know, but it's a grandiose thing for me, right? It's a grandiose thing. I'm going to, what if God doesn't want us to think like that. What if it's much more simpler than that? You know, I have to remind Jess of that too. Jess, Jess takes that on as well. And she's got a great heart and her heart's in the right place. And she's a servant and God gave her the gift of encouragement. No doubt. She has taken that role on. Uh, she's such a good encourager. She encourages others. She's there for people, you know, to, t- to talk them up, to build them up. And, um, you know, at the same time, she feels like that. I want to save the world. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. But what if you are doing enough? What if that's the question? What if you are doing enough and you just don't know it? I have to remind her of that all the time. I said, babe, like, what about just as a hairstylist, right? So I said, what about every woman that comes and sits in your chair? 
are you not speaking into her? Are you not serving her? Not just by making her look beautiful and doing her hair. Are you not serving her by listening to what she's going through in her life, whether it's highs or lows? Are you not offering her support and encouragement every single time? So not only are you making her beautiful, not only are you you're making her hair this awesome color and now she feels so special and, and, and pretty and you're also serving her by building her up and encouraging her and you're doing that every day you work every client new client old client same client that sits in your chair you're doing that you know and i, and I know she knows that but i think that sometimes we need to be reminded of that and she does the same for me you know i think oh the podcast you know what is it all for it's not it's not this you know i'm not doing this i think it should be bigger i think i should be expanding doing this it's not about that it's not about that. And Jess does the same for me. She reminds me, like, look at like what you get to do by sharing your thoughts. And it's not you doing that. God provided that platform for you. You know, and I have to keep that in mind too. It ain't about me. It's about sharing the word. That's it. And, and God takes care of the rest. And when I keep that in mind, I don't care about all the other stuff. It needs to be bigger, grandiose, whatever. I'm just playing my part. That's all we need to do is play our part is the point. Play your part. What's your part? What are you doing? My homeboy, Josh, one of my best homies, man, he, he said, we had a good chat the other day and he said something. We were kind of talking about this, about these grandiose options, finding your purpose, your calling, all this kind of stuff, right? And, and he said to me, he said to me, man, he goes, I get an opportunity. He works construction. He's a superintendent, like regional. So he's in charge of a, a lot of money, big money jobs and a lot of guys, right? And so he's got a lot of responsibility is what I'm getting at from a business standpoint, but here's how he looks at it. Sure. He could look at it being, you know, I don't have a, I don't do this. I don't do that. What does he not do? No, he doesn't do that. He looks at it as an opportunity that working with these men in construction, he has, he has an opportunity to minister to them in times of need. And I'm not talking about telling them to be religious and to go to church and you need to find God. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just dude to dude, love. Let me love on you. Let me show you grace. Let me let me show you a little bit of mercy. Let me show you that I'm a trustworthy guy and that I have integrity and that I'm able to do a job. We can get a job done, but I can also speak into your life at the same time as a leader, as a friend, whatever. We're doing. Here's my point to this, guys. We're doing this stuff that that we talk about doing. Um, in, you know, finding your purpose and, and doing God's calling and being in recovery and serving others. Sir, we're doing this stuff every day and, and we don't realize it sometimes. And we have, here's the, here's the bigger thing. Here's the better thing I want to say. I think we, God gives us opportunities to do these things, the little things. And, and sometimes we don't see them, but when we're in this mindset and we're able to recognize that these opportunities come up and, and we have opportunities to serve day in and day out, that's when it becomes amazing. That's when it becomes real. I love this Galatians 5.13, for you were called to freedom. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. Through love, serve one another. And that's what Josh and I were talking about a little bit was, man, what if God just wants us to love buddy? And I talk about that too. What if our only, our only time, our only purpose in this life is just to love somebody else, man. That's it. That's all God wants us to do. And so by loving other people, we get love back to us. And by learning to love ourselves, 
right? Through program, recovery, is it step work for you? Whatever it is, it was step work for me. It still is. It's still going to church, still going to God, being part of community, all that stuff, putting in the work has allowed me and continues to allow me to grow and learn because I'm still learning every day to love myself. And when I learn to do that, now I have the ability to serve others, to love others, uh, and to be um, the man that I want to be, right? So let me, let me illustrate this story for you real quick, how this kind of came up, because it's so simple. And it hit me like a, a hockey stick slap in the face, like take a hockey stick, stick and just smash me in the face with it. And that's kind of how it hit me as I was going back up the elevator. I was like, whoa, kind of jumped back and almost spilled my coffee for the second time. But I'm at the hotel. Okay, I'm at the hotel. It's a Hyatt place. And I'll, I'll give a little love to them just for this be, because of that, because it was great. Customer service in this moment was awesome. So I'm at the hotel. I just got my run in listening to some Kanye trying to watch the sun come up. Uh, beautiful, beautiful morning. It was Halloween, right? This was just yesterday. It was Halloween. So there was people out in costumes. And that, I think that was the weird thing too. And you want to talk about seeing weird things in San Francisco? You see weird things there on a Wednesday in the middle of July, let alone on Halloween. Now you're really going to get some weird stuff. So costumes, people riding freaking hoverboards with like robot suits on, <laughs> just crazy stuff, right? So it was a fun morning. I get back. I got to get ready. Um, I, I uh, had some stuff I needed to get done before I checked out that morning, some work. And I rush back inside. They're about to close down breakfast. So I get a plate of eggs and a big ass plate of bacon and I'm grabbing some coffee and I'm trying to get back up to my room so I can eat real quick and work kind of as I'm simultaneously doing both, whatever. And uh, I got my plate, got my coffee. I'm kind of hustling to the elevator and my hands are full. I got the fork on the plate. So, and I start to spill the coffee a little bit, right? And as I do that, uh, this one of the, one of the workers, the, I think he was working at the front desk, tall, tall, skinny dude, definitely younger than me, probably in his twenties. He had on a Superman shirt for Halloween. Maybe, maybe he's a Superman fan. I'm assuming, I don't know. Um, but he looks right at me and he can see that I'm kind of struggling, right? He can see that I'm about to drop my eggs and bacon and my coffee's kind of spilling. Also, another point to this is, this is one of those hotels where you need to use your key card and scan it on the elevator uh, so you can go up to your rooms. That, that way they don't have random people being able to go up into the hotel. So I got my hands full and now I got to figure out how in the heck I'm going to get my key card out and scan it so I can get up. And right in that moment, as I'm thinking this and spilling my coffee, he walks by and he goes, oh, hey, he goes, can I, can I help you, man? Can I give you a hand? And I, I know that it's his job to do this, right? I get that point. Okay, so I want to be open about that. I understand that. Okay, but here's what I want to say that I'll kind of follow up to that in just a second. I know it's his job to do this, but he doesn't have to do it. He could have just easily walked by and not just acted like he didn't see me. I probably wouldn't have even thought anything of it, but he didn't. He stopped and he goes, Hey, can I help you? And I said, bro, that would be amazing right now. I would really appreciate that. And he goes, no problem. Opens the elevator up or the elevator opens up. We walk in, I'm still holding my stuff. And I'm just grateful that this dude's going to give me a hand now. I'm not spilling my crap everywhere. He scans his card uh, and he hits number two and he goes, all right, man. I said, dude, thank you very much. And he goes, thanks. And he walks out. That was it. That was it, right? Here's my point to this. Maybe that 
is how God wants us to be. The little things that we do day in and day out. Maybe it's just as simple as pressing the elevator button for somebody. Maybe it's just as simple as stopping and showing someone a little bit of love, showing someone that you care, showing somebody that that you are there to serve them. And, ju- and it can take you two seconds, you know, two seconds. It's the little things like that that make a difference. It's not the grandiose, you know, huge moments, huge events that we need uh, to save the world in. And I think that, the, and, and like I said, it hit me like a, like, a, like a hockey stick to the face. I don't know why that analogy keeps coming up, maybe because it's hockey season, but, um, and I got to go see some Stockton Heat hockey, by the way. Stockton! Love that hockey, dude. That, that, uh, I think they're the affiliate for the uh, Calgary Flames out there in Stockton. Dude, and those dudes get down on some hockey. It's fun. But that's the analogy that keeps coming. Like as I'm going back up the elevator, it just hit me like, that's the simplicity of service I think that God intends for us just to have that that attitude at all times at least attempt to have it as much as we can you know I'm here to serve you I'm here to help you I'm here to press the elevator button for you that's it I don't need anything out of it I'm not looking for anything in return I'm just here to just here to help and take that simple little thing and apply it um, you know to anything in life and I think that we'll find that it's a bit easier than, than we make it out to be. You know, I know it is for me. I make it out like I need to be Superman and save the world. I do. And uh, I'm getting better at that, understanding that it's not my job. I'm humanly incapable of doing that. It's not, it's, that's not what I'm here for. My job is to play my little part. My job is to play my little part or my big part as a father, as a husband, as a son, you know, and, and, and as a son of God in that, in the bigger picture and to just do what I can do and do my best show up, you know? So, so here's, here's where this comes from. Here's where this challenge comes from. I want to challenge you today. What simple thing can you do today to serve someone else? What elevator button can you push for somebody? You know, may, and, and, and here's here's the caveat to that. Maybe, like I was talking about with Jess and I, maybe you already are serving others every day and you just don't realize it. You know, what what person do you serve? What people do you serve? And you just don't think about it like that because you're looking at the big picture when in fact, we just need to look at the little things. What little thing have I done to help somebody out today? That's what makes God happy. That's what pleases God. That's what pleases our souls. That's what cleanses our souls. When we help others, we help ourselves and without even knowing it, without even having to do anything. And what is the intention behind it? I want to point out too, because that's a very important thing. The intention is not to get something. The intention is it, it, it shouldn't be, you know, what do I get out of this? Do I get to go to heaven because I helped this amount of people? Is it going to make me, is, is God going to see me as more worthy because I did X, Y, and Z? That's not what it's about. It's about doing it out of the kindness and goodness of our hearts because it's the right thing to do because we're here to love and to serve others. And I'm not preaching at you like I do this on the daily and have it all figured out. I don't absolutely do not. But what I am doing is talking it out just like I encourage everybody to have these types of conversations with your friends, with your family, you know, get deep, man. It's fun to get deep sometimes, man. Talk about this stuff. You know, and that's what gets us better. 
you know, not to brag about it, not to, not to, you know, I, I did this and I do that. That's not what it's about. It's about doing it out of genuineness because I want to help. I want to be of service, you know, and, and, and as I hear buddy say it a lot, when we fulfill the needs of somebody else, we, I can't, I just totally slaughtered that. I can't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head, but by fulfilling the needs of somebody else, we fulfill our own needs inadvertently. And we're not expecting that either. That's not, I'm doing this because I expect to have my needs met. That's not what I'm saying. If, if you're struggling with something, you can pray for somebody else. That's kind of what it comes down to. And that's what helps to get us out of our heads. Anyways, I hope that makes sense to, uh, sense to you guys. One more time, the challenge, I challenge you, okay? I challenge you. What simple, remember, it's got, it's simple. It's the simplest thing, the elevator button. What simple thing can you do to serve somebody else today? You know, and, and maybe I want you to take a, a, a look. Maybe you're already doing it and you just don't realize it because, you know, your work you do, whatever it is. I hope something spoke to you today. I hope that makes sense. Uh, please share the podcast with a friend. Share it with your group. Uh, if you're in some sort of community, hey, man, I found this great podcast. I listened to it. It's, it's awesome. Please do that. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, check out soberpodcast.com as well. My homie Tim from Sober Nation, Tim Stodar, he's a great dude. They're out of Florida. Um, he started Sober Podcasts uh, a couple of years ago, and it kind of it kind of got lax on it. They weren't putting up a lot of content in the last few months, uh, but they've re they've kind of reinstated it and are pushing it up again. And we're going to jump back on the network. So there's a lot of great podcasts on there, and Tim's a great dude. His team are great people, and uh, they got a bunch of different podcasts. So that's SoberPodcasts.com. Uh, you can check out there, and there's a whole bunch of content on there for you to share. Uh, check us out at ThatSoberGuy.com. Uh, connect with us on Instagram at real that sober guy at Shane Raymer on Twitter. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and for helping to keep me sober. Peace, love and respect. Keep your blood clean. <laughs>